with Goodman and Mason. Presented by Silter Har Mazda. A no-pressure buying experience in Broomfield at Silter Har Mazda. Find them at sthmazda.com. Live from the Sasquatch Casino and Wildcard Casino Sports Desk, here's Eric and Andrew. Welcome back. Afternoon drive. Goodman Mason. Watch us. MileHighSports.com. You can reach us. Rocky Mountain Forest Products Twitter feed at Mace Denver at Eric Goodman. If you are looking for wholesale lumber to the public, go to RMFP.com. Don't pay retail. Pay wholesale at Rocky Mountain Forest Products. Time now for the buzz. The Buzz is presented by Eric Cook at Farmers Insurance. The Cook Insurance Group, focused on people, not policies. Call today at 303-790-8089. That's 303-790-8089. Okay, so I told you going to the break, I was reading about Gavin Sawchuck. He's a, a terrific running back out of Valor. So I'm thinking, where's this kid going? You know, did, did Colorado even try and take a bite out of that apple? He's going to Oklahoma. George Fitzpatrick, the second recruited guy or considered to be the second best guy in the state, another four-star recruit, he's going to Ohio State. Grant Page, out of Fairview, kids from Boulder. Kids from Boulder. Buff fans would throw up in their mouth knowing that this kid from Boulder is going to Nebraska. Braden Miller is going to to Michigan State. Connor Jones, out of... uh, Palmer Ridge is going to Michigan. I'm thinking, where is Carl Durrell in all of this? Did they did see you even offer these guys anything with that? Well, it gets worse because it's not the first year this has happened. It happened last all the time. year. Only one of the top five stayed in state. Two years ago, none of the top five stayed in state. The bottom line is this, Mace. This is a systemic problem at CU. I'm sorry if I'm not including CSU. And we'll talk to Matt McChesney and see if CSU is really good at recruiting Colorado kids. I'm guessing CSU is. And we'll see with their new head coach who was just introduced today. With that, I want to bring in Matt McChesney, who knows as much, if not more, about college recruiting in this state from a local level than anyone. Matt, how are you, my friend? I'm damn good. How are you guys? Uh, we are damn good as well. So these kids that I just rattled off, to the best of your knowledge, did... See you even make an effort at any of these five guys, or were they thinking, you know what, they're not going to stay in state. We just won't even bother. Well, even if they do make an effort with them, I, I think that the latter is the opinion in Boulder, unfortunately, right now, that they don't think they're going to be able to get the kids. So, you know, they're going to do just enough to keep – you know, the facts checkers hungry. So if you check that CU offered a kid, well, yeah, they offered him. Ex- with the exception of Connor Jones, who's committed to the University of Michigan, one of my guys that they didn't even look at. They didn't bring him in. They didn't talk to him. They never offered him. Why? I, I, Why? I don't know. And I can't, I, I can't put my thumb on it. It's been years of the same problem. And I'm just going to reel off some names and some places where these kids go. And I'm just talking about mine, the guys at Six Zero that train with me, that – you would figure the people in Boulder, all the coaches up there, would have a pipeline to my guys. And I'm not saying that there's not a lot of Dungeon family in Boulder. There is. Uh, from Austin Johnson to Ray Robinson to Jake Wiley, you know, there's a lot of kids up there that do uh, come from 6-0 in Denver and Boulder area. But but when you have Cole Taylor going to LSU and Trey Zoom going to Texas A&M and Aiden Akina, K. Akina Aina going to Notre Dame, and Tate Wildeman and Mike Lynn and JoJo Doman all going to Nebraska, and now Grant Page going to Nebraska. And then you have 
Braden Miller going to Michigan State, his big brother, Bear Miller, who won the gold helmet in Colorado, he went to Stanford. Drake Nugent goes to Stanford. He was just named honorable mention all Pac-12 as a center, as a, as a redshirt freshman this year. CU told me he was too short to play the position. Well, he's going to be a draft pick in the NFL in three years from now, uh, starting for Stanford. You know, when you have Alex Padilla, who helped Iowa win the West this year from Cherry Creek, they don't pursue him hard. And this is just scratching the surface. Like, I, I, there's, there's 15, 20 guys that I'm going to forget. Dalton Reisner went to Kansas State. Palin Balazs went to Arizona State. Those, now we're talking about pros. So when you have a pipeline that is 6-0 Football Academy down in Denver and a guy who loves CU the way I do, I, I present my guys to them first every time. And it's amazing that some of the guys that they do recruit and the guys that they don't. And the only thing I can figure out on the guys they don't is that they don't think they're going to recruit them. And they don't think they're going to be able to retain them as players, which I believe is the fastest way not to get them. So, you know, one of the main contributing factors is that Colorado is not very good uh, and hasn't been for a while. That said, the way that you really get them to a level where they can compete with the nation and with the rest of the Pac-12 is keep all these kids that are being purged by the rest of the country, by top programs, home. And I don't know what they have to do to get that done, but you would figure that, I'll just use this as an example, since recruiting has opened back up after Thanksgiving, Michigan State's been in my office. Coach Kapovic was there for an hour and a half the other day, going over players, getting resumes, watching film. CU hasn't been there since Carl Durrell stepped in the room. And Coach Wilson, the defensive coordinator up there, is my defensive line coach when I played there. I'm not talking about the correspondence between him and I. The correspondence between him and I is awesome. The problem is there's not a whole lot of defensive linemen in Colorado, and that's just the truth. I mean, Jabbar Ramos and Jackson Adams over at Arapahoe, Jackson has an Air Force offer. I think he's good enough to play at CU. They haven't offered him. Ramos is committed to Colorado State. I think he's good enough to play at CU. They don't. So I, I'm in a position where I think there's a ton of talent here and a lot of kids that can play, and we're not just talking about mine. So at some point, the University of Colorado has got to figure out how to keep these kids home, and boy, they've been struggling with that for years. You mentioned a Michigan State coach has been in your office, but nobody from Carl Durrell's staff has been. So I guess the obvious connection there is Michigan State, Mel Tucker, was in, Bol- was in Boulder. Was yep. CU more interested in guys in, in your program when Mel Tucker was there compared to now when Carl Durrell is there? Uh, the day after Mel got the job, he was in my office. There you go. And he, he had already offered you know three or four guys, and – he, he said to my face, my my you know number one goal is to control and dominate the state. And he's an extremely aggressive recruiter. And I dig that. I mean, I, I look, man, all they can say is no. I mean, you got to look at it like dating. And, I, you know, I, I don't know, maybe Mel Tucker's just a, a suave SOB out there, but he he's not afraid to talk. So if you're afraid to swing, you're, you're never going to get any. You're not going to get any recruits or girlfriends. So... Look, man, this year they're bringing in Travis Gray. Travis Gray is an unbelievably talented big tackle from Cherokee Trail. And that's awesome. We need to bag that kid. His dad played at Colorado back in the day. It took me literally 18 months to get them to offer him. It was like pulling teeth. Um, But I'm glad they did. Uh, Now, that said, you can't let Caden Weatherby go to Texas Tech, Braden Miller go to Michigan State, Luke Meyer and Alex Falk go to Air Force, Jabbar Ramos go to CSU, 
Adams probably go to Air Force or Wisconsin. The Wisconsin called me about him earlier today. Uh, and and then Connor Jones is the cap there going to the University of Michigan this year after Reese Atterbury two years ago also went to Michigan from Eagle Crest. So they, I'd say that right now they get about one out of every 10 elite players out of my place. And that's not including Sawchuck and, you know, all mm-hmm. the kids at Creek and, you know, the kids at Valor that don't come to me and don't necessarily need my help. So it's a, it's a very, very concerning problem. And I, the thing is, I think they can fix it. Like, I'm not just here to criticize, like, if this has got to be looked at constructively. If this is in Boulder, if they look at anything I say, as like, oh my God, McChesney's talking junk, then this is my profession. This is a business. This is what we do. If that's the way they look at it, we'll just keep sending the players other places. We are talking with uh, Matt McChesney. I don't think there's anybody in town that knows more about local high school talent than him. He works with them at his facility, uh, the Dungeon Zero. Uh, give six, me, six zero. Six zero. Six, six zero Football Academy down in Parker, 10470 South Parker Road. I, I don't want anyone to think that we are just bagging on on Colorado, but it is a fair point that right. a lot of Pac-12 talent is leaving the state. And let's be perfectly honest here there there is there is talent here no question ton of talent but 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 it's not california it's not texas it's not florida it's not georgia i understand that's always the argument so i guess the question for some of these coaches is okay it's like a crawfish boil it's a lot of work for a little meat so why don't we just go to california where we have fertile ground uh, I disagree. I, I think that the, it's so level everywhere and there's so many good players. It's about evaluation and development. I don't think that the, there's a ton of difference between a high school kid in California and a high school kid in Denver. I don't. I think it's about how they're developed when they get into the system. Um, as long as they can and they check out. I'm not talking about just every single kid. Now, all that said, if you take the last – I don't know, eight years, and you go back and look at all the kids that have come out of the state of Colorado from McCaffrey's to Sawchuck this year to Balazs to Sam Jones to Reisner to all these pros, you could put together a college football team that is unbelievably dominant. And if you look around the country, you know, I guess there's Pac-12 talent there, but names I rattled off are from Grand Junction, Cole Taylor's at LSU, and Trey Zoon's at Texas A&M, and Aiden is at Notre Dame, and George is going to Ohio State, and we've got two guys from the gym and from, you know, front range at Michigan now, and Connor Jones and Reese Atterbury, and Kai's at Oregon. And, like, so there's so much talent spread out around the entire country. And these coaches know, at least with me, that they can they can recruit nationally. Like, we, we I just got off the phone earlier with Garn Justice at Miami, and then Mario Cristobal probably announced that he's going there. So we who knows if he'll still be there, but that's my point is, the coaching carousel keeps these guys in rotation, and they know they can always come to me and get a developed young man that's going to, you know, go out and kick ass and not be worried about, you know, if he's there to play football or if he's there to go to school for free. So, you know, it's it's a slippery slope, but I think Colorado can compete on it. You know, you brought up Colorado State earlier. They can do a much better job as well. I mean, Jay Norvell, who I know personally is a great coach and a good evaluator of talent, they took Trevin Heil last year from Grandview, who's one of my guys. I played for him this year at center as a true freshman. Um, I've already been on the phone with uh, Coach Bill Best, who's probably going to be the new O-line coach up there coming from Nevada. And Jay and I are meeting next Tuesday down at the gym. So 
they've got to be able to wrap up these three-star kids that are all spread all over the state that CSU disregards, like Caden Dudley and Cord Kringlin and Shay Allen Depot, who Boise State plucked last year. Shay was is a, a true freshman playing at free safety in the Mountain West, was Mountain West Defensive Player of the Year or Player of the Week twice this year as a true freshman. Cord's a huge offensive lineman from Holy Family, right in the backyard of CU, who's a really good player. And Caden Dudley was committed to Colorado until Mel Tucker left and he wanted to open up his recruitment and ended up going to Boise State. Colorado can't lose commits to Boise State. Neither can CSU if they want to compete. So there's so much talent in the state. When you look around for CSU, they should be going after Blake Haggerty at Castleview, who's a three-star stud, and A.J. Jackson, who's a three-star quarterback at Douglas County, who's a three-star stud. Taylor Nichols, his center, is a three-star nose tackle. It's just there's so much talent around the state. The Colorado schools have got to be willing to pull the trigger and then hire people to develop the talent. It's not rocket science. It's the way it was done under Sonny Lubin and Gary Barnett, and it worked. Real quick, how long can it take to kind of really kind of turn this ship around and actually get it, get these programs to where, especially CU, to where they're taking and developing more of these guys properly? Uh, I don't know how long it's going to take. I, I'll tell you what kind of man it takes. It takes somebody that is unbelievably confident in their ability to, to sell their program and develop the talent that's in-house. And if that means they have to go JUCO or transfer portal because they need to do it in a hurry, fine. But at the same time, it's not as if it can get any worse. They're losing kids out of the state at an unbelievable level. So if you're only bringing in one guy from the gym or two guys from the gym a year, and, and you know that's really the only Colorado kids you're recruiting, well, man, I mean, come on. If you look up in Boulder, most of the freshmen and sophomores that played this year are from 6-0, from Chase Penry to Jake Wiley to you know, all those kids I mentioned earlier. So the same goes at CSU. They're playing a ton of young guys who are from a lot of front-range schools, but they're also allowing – UNLV and, you know, and, and, and BYU and Boise State and all these other schools that they're competing with to recruit and to steal their players. So they have to be confident enough to see a kid and go, okay, yes, he needs developmental help like every other kid here does, and I'm not just going to rely on the star system from rivals to determine on whether or not he's good. So, you know, as long as they continue to just go off of, well, Nevada offered him, so I'm going to. You know, yeah. that's a perfect mm-hmm. example of what CSU was doing. Zach Henning is a big tackle I work with from Grandview. He just got offered by Colorado State and then Colorado. But nothing happened until Nevada offered him. Nevada offered him, and then CSU was like, oh, well, Nevada offered him. I guess we should. Mm-hmm. Well, it, it mm-hmm. shouldn't be like that. No. Yeah. Hey, uh, real quick, Matt, tell us about uh, Six Zero Academy. How do people get a hold of you? So at Six Zero Academy on Twitter or Instagram, it's, a, it's, pretty, it's pretty busy. We were in there at 5 a.m. this morning. They're still humming over there right now. Uh, we've got a ton of guys in there from Durango to Fort Collins to Frankfurt, Germany, and that's no lie. Um, we're there as a bridge and as an asset to everybody out there looking for help for college football recruiting and development. We also work with everybody for the Pro Combine and, and Pro Day. We've got a bunch of guys coming in for that, including Chad Muma, who's a Buckus Award finalist yep. uh, from Legend High School, bro. Yep. And Colorado yep. told me that he couldn't play there. And I've been yep. with Chad for years, and now he's he's going to be in New York for the Buckus. So, Keep telling me there's no talent. At Six Zero Academy at Twitter and Instagram at Six Zero Academy dot com on uh, on the internet machine. And if you have any questions or concerns, we can help you. We can build that bridge to your goals. But oh, real quick, I-, I should ask you this off air. A yeah, good sure. friend of mine, his son is a really good kicker, place kicker yeah. down in Florida. Okay, would you be able to help him out? 
Absolutely. We oh. have the distance program. So as long as Dude. you're willing to put in the work, okay. you can help the kid find, <laughs> find placement. And actually, we've got a bunch of specialists in there right now. Uh, yep. Walker Heimlicker is the great long snapper down at Palmer Ridge. His dad is the tight end coach at Air Force. So All right. the connections roll. Matt, you're going to hear from a guy by the name of Sean Springman, his son, Stone Springman. Go look him up on social media, and this guy can kick it. And well, I bet they, you can help like the hell points. out of him. They like three points, brother. So anybody that can contribute, we're in. My man. Thanks, Matt. Appreciate it. Thanks, Thanks guys. Take it easy. All right, coming up after the break, you teased at the top of the show. You have a whole new opinion of Bill Belichick, don't you? Yes, I do. We'll talk about that next.